Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. And you know there is a demon behind them that is wanting to lower you down the pit. And you begin to command that devil behind them. That murdering demon behind them. That stealing demon behind them. That destroying demon behind them. It is not me that is going down to the desolate place. You are going to flog that devil that has been fighting you and your house and your children. Open your mouth and speak the word. Not anymore, Satan, in the name of Jesus. God used Reuben to deliver him. How? With words out of their hands. Okay. And, and said. And said. So the manner in which God used to deliver Joseph was by finding an individual that used words and spoke life and rebuked death and canceled death faced death and said, let us not kill him. So a matured elder brother standing in the gap for his younger brother. Remember, Reuben was the firstborn. And he stands over his younger brother and says, let us not kill him. And 10 other brothers influenced by demonic spirits, bloodthirsty, demonically influenced to kill this young man, could not complete their assignment because an older brother stood in the gap and said, let us not kill him. Man of God, one more time. Shed no blood, uh-huh. but cast him into this pit but that is in the world. Cast him into this pit. And where was the pit? In the wilderness. So let's Consider the Joseph story that we know so well. You listen to such a story and you think, you know, Joseph went through a lot of things. He went through, um, uh, he went through valleys. He went through difficulties. He went through a difficult season. And you're wondering, how, how did this, all this happen? And we don't really take time to investigate. But it's there in the scripture. Last week, I showed you how words delivered him from death but this week allow me to show you it was the same older brother and his words that caused him to go down into a pit whose fault are you in a pit for what reason do you find yourself in a pit today now, if you are one of those people that think that life is a coincidence, I, I, I don't think you will find much in today's word. But if you are one of those believers that like to search it out, as the scripture says, and investigate every part of your life, you will begin to see that nothing in life is a coincidence. And you will begin to see certain areas when you went down, 
It wasn't because it was coincidence. There were certain things that happened that caused you to enter into certain locations that you should have never gotten to in the first place. So the father tells him, go to Shechem. That's where I have sent your brothers and that's where you will find them. And he reaches there and does not find the brothers in Shechem. And he decides to expand on his assignment on his own. Now this was not an assignment from his father. This was an assignment that he thought was of best interest that would make his father happy. And he goes into a location where the grace of that is on his father is not covering him anymore. He gets into a location that is too far from the father. Now immediately he's away from the words of his father. Now in the proximity and the influence and the vicinity of the words from his older brother. The older brother looks at this bloodthirsty brothers and he thinks to himself, wait a minute, I don't think I can fight 10 of these guys. Obviously, 10 against 1, even though he's the oldest brother, he's assuming that he won't be able to fight off all the 10. So in his human logic, he brings a solution. And the solution is he says, let me offer them something in return. Let me pacify their bloodthirst. Because they really want to fight him. If I interfere right now, they are going to fight me. I don't think I want to take 10 people. Give me enough time to go to my father and come back with a new impartation. Come back with new empowerments. Come back with new grace. Probably I can then help the lad. And in his mind, you see, I'm teaching you the weakness of many believers today. This older brother is so sure about his lack in the natural and he's not sure about the strength he has in the spiritual. So sure about his lack in the natural and unsure about his strength in the spiritual. So he's standing there very sure that he won't be able to fight off these 10 people, not realizing that not every battle that you fight in the natural is derived from your natural strength. There are some battles you need to switch from your natural element and stand in the authority that you are the firstborn. You are the oldest brother. Remember, Reuben was the firstborn and the Bible says anything that opens the matrix, the firstborn belongs to the Lord. So if he were to engage the spiritual principles and know who he belongs to. If he could stand in the identity that my father is not here, now I stand here representing my father, that I don't need to go back to my father and come back to help my brother. I can stand here in the authority of who I am in Christ. 
that I, I are you ready for this that I don't need another 21 days of fasting I know who I am in Christ I stand in the authority that God has given me and I command every killing murdering stealing destroying spirits that you shall not touch my brother in Jesus name help me preach to your brother your sister beside you and tell them do you know who you are in Christ because if you can be sure about who you are in Christ you can tell the spirit of death not today satan but if you think that the spirit of death is majority and you are a minority you will want to go back to the father to receive an empowerment to come back and help joseph but if you know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world the christ in you is able let that christ in you mature ruben i love the father to manifest through you and your brothers will listen to you did you hear what i said you don't have the father beside you don't start planning to go back to the father now now is the time for you to function in your identity that you are the firstborn and when the firstborn is already consecrated set apart from the day of your birth you were already set apart so sure about what his brothers will do and so unsure about what he could do why are you more confident about the devil than you are confident about your god why are you so confident about the majority world that is attacking you i'm not confident about the god who is with you you see this is what makes a believer so weak and you come every week week after week year after year you go to a church for decades now yet you find yourself weak because you still don't know who you are and when you don't know who you are you begin to make statements that is not from your spiritual dna no 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 and Reuben begins to say i won't be able to overpower them so in turn let me put my younger brother in the pit just for a temporary moment temporary moment learn to guess again yeah can you work on your theology <laughs> can you work on your theory can you work on your mindset can you work on say i don't want to go down to a pit even for a temporary moment please can i help somebody here the reason why certain believers are not experiencing the breakthrough in the way you're supposed to experience your breakthrough is because you have made certain adjustments and right in your mind in your heart you have made peace with your trouble 
that you really believe that God can help you, but some part of your theology, you have accommodated that you are supposed to be in the pit. So instead of looking around and investigating is how in the world did I enter to this pit and how does God want me to bring me out of this pit? You have accepted where you are and how you are. I'm not saying that you, you should be disgruntled in life, but don't change your theology to match your situation. I want you to look at the situation and say, this is not the will of God for me. Can God turn everything for good? Sure. But it does not mean I have to go down to the hell. Can God turn all things for good? Yes. But does not mean that I have to be in stagnancy in this wilderness forever. Can God turn this for good? Yes, 100%. But does not mean that I have to be perpetually suffering. That is where we are interfering today. That is where this word is coming to bring you out of the pit today. In Jesus' name. You have to be careful whom you are under. You have to be careful who covers you. You have to be careful about who is standing in the gap for your soul. Do you realize the Bible says pastors, they, they oversee your soul. You have to be careful which covering you are under. Because there are people that are not sure about who they are. So they will give you in exchange. Not knowing what they are capable of. If it was Jacob's choice, the pit would have never been the option. Sadly, every person at some point of time has had words that were spoken over their life that led them to a certain pit. I remember studying as a young man in, 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 in young man, still young. <laughs> hey, you don't believe or what? <laughs> I remember going to school back in India. I was very dreadful of my language teachers. For some reason, they were a terror to me. I, I'm sure it's not the same now, but... And I remember they would find me, look for me in the class, locate me, come to me, start beating me up. Bam, 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 keep... I remember my hands being bruised, and they would speak to me and say, you will never come up in life. I remember being terrorized. Every time I would see that teacher, I would remember trying to hide behind another student because when she sees me, something in her would get agitated and she would come to me, start beating me up and saying, you shall never come up in life. You shall never come up in life. I remember every time she, she did that, I would close my eyes and say, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. 
some of you don't realize there have been words that have been spoken over you again and again by people that were around you people in authority people you maybe your family members maybe your distant cousin maybe your neighbors that kept looking into your lawn and kept saying that your grass will never be green your house is going to fall apart i want to i want to interrupt the words that have been spoken over you and i bring to you a much superior words in the mighty name of jesus can i help somebody that means for god to do something he has always used somebody so that's going back to the teaching of last week god wants to set somebody free he finds an interpreter who can interrupt the works of the enemy do you remember that now when satan wants to do something he's always looking for somebody that can come in agreement with the plans of the kingdom of darkness so then you begin to realize oh my goodness some of our parents knowingly or unknowingly have come in agreement with the works of the enemy knowingly or unknowingly our parents have spoken words maybe they wanted to discipline maybe they wanted good for you but out of their anger they said things about you that satan really wanted you to receive and so satan used that to come in agreement to bring that as a reality over your life words words as soon as ruben gave that idea immediately the murderous spirits the murdering spirit you see when the murdering spirit comes it doesn't care whether it's a bloodshed or you starve in a pit they just want death so spirits were happy to allow that to happen backed off from killing joseph because they know that if he gets into the pit he's still going to die hey words were spoken he said lead him to the pit lead him to the wilderness words were spoken and you see the next thing you know they're bringing joseph down lowering him down into that pit I want you to take this moment to look into your heart. What words has my spouse spoken over me? What words the husband who is supposed to bless me? What has he spoken? The wife that is supposed to be a blessing, what has she spoken? The parents that are supposed to bless the child, what have they spoken week after week? somebody saying something was lowering him down to the pit there are some curses that came upon you not because you did something but somebody or some location or a house a family that did not understand spiritual dynamics looked at you and did not realize what they were saying and words were spoken about you and your children and your children's children and now you're wondering 
Why is this happening to me? And now you're wondering, why is there death in my house? Now you're wondering, why is there limitations in my life? Because words were spoken. And now you have been lowered down into the pit. And now you are in a desolate place. When the demonic spirits were cast out, they went into the wilderness. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. And the Bible says they came back with seven more guys, seven more empowerment trying to possess this individual again. But this time you will be ready. The first time may have caught you by surprise, but this time you will stand in the authority of who you are in Christ. You see, this is the problem. You go to a church, everybody is like, can I, can I find that anointed man of God? Can I get an appointment? Can I get, can I get a moment where he can lay hands on me? He can, he can, he can, if I can fall on the floor, roll it, roll around three times, maybe. No, 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 no. The word is coming to you right now. Listen to me carefully. Somebody's words can lead you into a dry pit in a desolate place. Or you can have this understanding as a believer and use words and cast that demon that is behind your demotion. Uh, before that demon can come behind your brothers and your brothers can demote you into a dry pit in a desolate place. You, as a child of God, you recognize the spiritual dynamics. And you say, I refuse to be a victim of life. And you begin to look at the demon that is fighting behind your boss. You look at the demon that is fighting you and they are using your colleagues to fight you. You look at the demon that is going behind your cousins and your family members and now you see the family members fighting you. But you know we don't fight flesh and blood. And you know there is a demon behind them that is wanting to lower you down the pit. And you begin to command that devil behind them. That murdering demon behind them. That stealing demon behind them. That destroying demon behind them. It is not me that is going down to the desolate place. Today, as the instructions are coming to me, as understanding is coming to me, I take authority over every demotion and I demote those demonic spirits in the name of Jesus. It is not me that is going to be demoted. It is not my family that is going to be demoted. It is not my children that is going to be demoted. But every demonic spirits. The word is elevating you right now. The word is bringing understanding to you right now. You know, like the scripture says, he gives wisdom to the wise. Why does wise need wisdom? They are already wise. You're wise to hear me today. Wisdom is coming to you. 
I was talking to the pastors the other day and I told them I said I want you to know this if you want to understand how things work in the kingdom get this right the kingdom suffers violence nobody rises up in the kingdom because of pity nobody rises in the kingdom because of sympathy you rise in the kingdom because you know who you are you rise in the kingdom because the violent take it by force if you're still waiting for your family members to treat you right you're wasting your energy if you're still waiting for your friends to understand you're wasting your time but if you begin to recognize who you are if you begin to find your identity because you cannot find god and not find yourself When you find God it is required that you now find yourself because that is how he created you in his image and likeness. Yay! How is it that we have been going to church for decades and we still don't know who we are? It's changing today in the mighty name of Jesus. You don't need to call the church office anymore. You are going to flog that devil yeah. that has been fighting you and your house yeah. and your children. Open your mouth and speak the word, not anymore Satan in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. I want you to look at the devil and said, "I am sending you out in the name of Jesus." I shall no more be demoted. I demote you in the name of Jesus. I take authority over everything that is happening in my house. It's changing today. Oh people of God, I see great light in your house. Oh God, yeah. I am seeing great light in your house. Somebody is having an encounter right now. Let there be light. Thank you for listening. Make sure to share this episode on your favorite social media and with a friend. Until next time, stay under the mighty hand.